an absolute favourite topic and I hope that it inspires you as well. Right now, in this present place, which is in Sedona, in Arizona, a most magnificent location, it's around 20 past one in the morning. It's quiet apart from the crickets and the bubbling water of the creek below. And we're going to talk about a super topic of the proton. And more than just the proton, but what are we made up of? How are we connected to space? What is the physics behind the age-old saying, you are one with everything? So today's is going to be relatively quick, considering the big topics that we're covering, but we'll give you some leads of things to do practically right now and where you can go for more information. So getting right into it. Uh, there's a general theory about what atoms look like, a general theory that we're made up of atoms, and so is all matter. So you don't need to just be alive like a tree or a person. Atoms are in water, atoms are in rocks, atoms are in chairs and tables. Everything has as its fundamental building block, atoms. So a 30 second overview of an atom, it has a center called a nucleus, which again, none of this has actually been seen. It's been hypothesized what it's like, which means an idea or a question has been posed and then people look to see the effect of it and see if it fits with their theory. So the idea is that the center of an atom has a nucleus and it has nuclear power, which keeps its all energy happening. Outside of the nucleus are fields of electrons, fields of probabilities that could be electrons which are thought of as matter at some particular time. Now an interesting thing is the middle of the atom there, the nucleus, has protons and neutrons. So they're the actual subatomic particles that make up the nucleus. And today's focus is on protons. So every atom has a nucleus, every atom has protons within its nucleus. I'm going to jump right to the amazing part of it. Upon every proton in every atom in your body, upon every proton in every atom in the universe is recorded all the information that there is. Everything is recorded on the surface of a proton. It's recorded on one proton, it's recorded on them all as they're all connected. Now, let's go back a step and look at what is connecting everything. Now we might say space, and I will say space, but there's often an idea that space is emptiness in which the physical things sit. And I'd like to pose today, following on from the work of many others, countless others, including Einstein and Tesla, and more recently, Mr. Hashim in his connected universe work, that space is absolutely full jam-packed full and a quick uh, check for you is whatever you're listening to this on 
chances are some part of the communication has come through the space, whether it be radio waves, electromagnetic waves, different frequencies, Wi-Fi, however you're picking it up, it's moved through space. Now that space has also got cosmic rays, telephone calls, and natural background particles moving through as well, and waves. So things that you may not see with your eye, but they're absolutely present in frequencies. So this space, you can almost imagine it like water. If a fish is swimming in water, it won't tell you it's pushing through something dense and full. It's just moving. As we move through the air around us or the space, looking up towards the stars, there is absolutely things between us and the next piece of matter that we're picking up with our eyes, which is actually all energy. So, back to space. It is not empty space. It is full space. So now we have atoms and we have full space all around it. We have spool, full space all the way into space. Now, as we said, this space is full. Within the space, there are oscillating, which means very rapidly moving, photons. Now, we talked about photons before as being one of the prime subatomic particles in the nucleus of an atom. So photon, protons are oscillating really fast. These oscillations register. So they actually have a different frequency. The oscillations of the protons and the different frequencies they create can slow down to a point where they can become a visible form. And then what we're looking at, again, is largely space. Even yourself, myself, this tree, this table, everything here is 99.999% empty space. And the reason for that is, well, the way that we know that is that scientists have worked out based on the location of the nucleus and this far distribution of electrons or the potential of electrons around that nucleus is a huge space and mostly empty. So if the atoms are less than 1% solid and the atoms are the building blocks that we're made up of, then we are less than 1% solid. And interestingly, what we're calling solid, even when we touch something, is not actually solid against solid. It's an electrostatic field, for example, coming from your own hand, and an electrostatic field coming off the table or the tree or whatever you're, in theory, touching. And where those two fields come together and oppose each other, that resistance is what the receptor sites then know to label as touch. This energy body 
with less than 1% matter that we call our body or our altar. It's our way of experiencing this physical world in the earth. As we look out, like our hands being receptors and our skin being a receptor that picks up data and sends it to our brain. Likewise, our eyes are receptors that pick up data and send it to our brain. So when we're actually looking at a tree, we are looking at information. So we are looking at these oscillating protons to that very fast moving proton. That's the only thing that's really registering us any mass. And as we said, that's less than 1%. The rest of it is space between that. Now going back to all things being unified, the space within the atom between its material elements, which is less than 1% matter, the space in the other 99.999% is continuous with that atom, with the next atom, next to the cells of the body, out into your auric field, and into the continuum of what we may call out there. Though there's nothing really out there. It's all a reflection of inner. But if we think for a moment that as you look, you're looking at, you're looking out, your eyes are picking up data, you're telling your brain, here's the data, the brain is interpreting it and deciding what you're looking at. This continues in a feedback loop. It may be that you get training from your parents as a young age, you can pick up on what they're calling things. You start to see as others see. You'll find this in subtle cultural differences as well. For example, in Malaysia, there's a hundred different words to mean green. And the Inuit people up in the snow have a, almost the same number of words that would be for white or ice. They see differently. They see the nuances, see the differences. What we see depends on what our brain has been told to interpret. And this is the exciting part, because knowing that everything is space, from so-called way out there, to right inside your atoms, it's the same space, continuous. Every proton in your body has the same information on its surface as every proton throughout the entire universe. This is what's called the holographic universe. Because if you know a hologram, you can have a hologram and you can cut it up. And one photo, large photo, if you cut it in half, the same image will appear on both. If you cut those in half again, you have the same image on four. You cut them again, you have the same image on each piece, etc, etc. The whole of the information, the information on the whole is recorded on one piece. So each proton inside you, to think you have trillions of protons, because they're in every single cell, and you have a hundred trillion cells. 
all of these protons have all the information of the universe on their surface and it's updated instantaneously. The reason it can be updated instantaneously is they're all connected. So one thing happens to one, it happens to them all. So as I said, this is a major quick dump of big information. So a quick reflection of where we've got to so far. Everything's energy. Atoms are said to be the building blocks of what we call matter. Things we see as solid, so-called matter, are less than 1% physical and over 99.999% space. That the actual things that we're calling material are concentrations, likelihoods of where some of those oscillating protons are more likely to be in occurrence and have a particular pattern and a code. And that particular code can also be called a frequency is then giving us the reality of what the thing is that we're looking at. The other part of it though is how our brain interprets it because our eyes do not see. Our eyes collect the data and send it to the brain. So if you want to see more, instruct the brain learn the sciences of the whole spectrum of light and instruct the brain that you want it to interpret the data from the eyes in that particular way. So, knowing that we're all connected through space, knowing that every proton inside us has the whole of the universe's information on its outer cover, and every time it's spontaneously updated, so is every other proton in this group. And this group being this body, this auric field, all the way out into the universe. So, how important are you? You are absolutely important. You are totally connected. You are, as they say, one with the universe. As not only are you connected by space, but you're connected by information the information on your protons and every other proton being the same. What do we do with this? Well, knowing that you're part of everything, you could ask yourself, how am I moving around these billions and trillions of atoms, that being your body? You could ask yourself, what does it mean when you look at a tree or a table and you know that it's 99.999% energy? What does that mean for yourself when you feel your arm or your leg or your hand feeling it as solid yet knowing it's mostly energy? What does it mean for you when it's said that you never touch anything? It's only one electrostatic force coming in contact with another electrostatic force and giving an impression which is then collected by the data in the cells in the hands and sent to the brain. And I'll leave you with those fascinating questions as many of the answers are right there present. Find out more also from reading either Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza on the Quantum Leap Book Club calls or watch The Connected Universe 